0: you said no <laughs> well i'm good at my own makeup i'm like oh just like quiet just like a you, somebody else's face. It's a whole yeah. new territory. We it's have a whole similar, new land, totally. That you're taking control over. Yeah,
1: it's a lot more land as well because I have a fatter, Enough. rounder face. <laughs> new, te- a whole. You're like a whole new frontier. <laughs> yeah. We have similar complexions, though. Even though, yeah, we don't look similar. We, yeah, like coloring wise, like I could definitely use your makeup. You know, yeah. I guess it's like the half Asia, half Europe vibe. Yeah.
0: Where we both I wish I had your Look eyes, good with like though. warm colors. Well, I we wish have that was same half eyes. Asian. Can you imagine the white guys I would get on Tinder if I had <laughs> if half Asian ancestry? Dude, it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> you don't want this because you always
1: have to wonder if they just have an Asian fetish or if they're actually into you in a meaningful way.
0: Well, you go to their house and if you see like anime posters or- Oh, hard or pass little on d- an anime poster. Anyone.
1: <laughs> I do like Spirited Away. Okay. But I just feel like the type of person that usually sh- shares with me that they're into anime is like a gross like- it's so it's Incel happened before. type for sure. <laughs> Not on a date, but just like in life, you meet people that are like, "I love anime." and I'm like, "I can tell, buddy." <laughs> yeah. Do you have a home? <laughs> yeah. No that's probably
0: why they're on the street. Anime, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Once you you know, once you get into Spirited Away, then you're into manga, and Mm-mm. the Spirited rest away is history is the for me. <laughs> like Spirited
1: Away is mainstream culture, and it's acceptable, and it's it's a masterpiece.
0: Yeah, I've seen like the I big the, picture books the big I ones like, that yeah.
1: made it to the mainstream, I guess. Spirit Away is the one um, where the little girl enters a fantasy world during a move with her parents, mm-hmm. where she's scared of like kind of moving away from her old home to a new one. And Spirit Away fans will hate my description right now. Yeah. It's definitely <laughs> not accurate. Um, this is an anime but podcast. There's like a <laughs> snake dragon creature that helps her, and he also turns into a boy. Actually, no, he starts as a boy, and then she sees yeah. him in the spirit form. There's yeah. a bathhouse. I would love. There's to have that with Twins my boyfriend. With moles. Like when I'm
0: annoyed with him, he just turns, he turns into, into a, a cat. <laughs> that's like, oh, we can't talk.
1: Should we talk about the line? I remember seeing it on TikTok a couple years ago and being like, that's crazy. I want to look into it more. And then I kind of never did until it came up on my FYP again um, a couple months ago. So so that's your
0: level of knowledge right now? Two TikToks? (laughs) Two TikToks. And the first one I didn't
1: even watch, but I did (laughs) scroll past it. Like seeped in some of the info. (laughs) That's a thing. I know. I was like, there it is. I'll look into that at a later day when I'm not trying to numb my brain.
0: I was talking to like an eight year old kid who was like on TikTok, and she was trying to relate to me being Jewish, and she was like, yeah, oh, I saw a TikTok about Anne Frank and how she did (laughs) the Holocaust. It's like, you know, the, everybody, she's like yeah. getting so much information, but she doesn't like process she it or like remember She kind it. of got it. She, she got
1: Anne Frank and Holocaust. Yeah. That's but so she funny. Think, she thinks Anne Frank was perpetrated. Was Hitler. <laughs> okay, so much like Anne Frank was trapped in that house, millions of residents in Saudi Arabia may soon be trapped in something called dun, 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 the, line. So, the line. The line. The yeah. line, not to be confused with, the High Line the here high in line. New York City. The High Line could never. First of all, the line is a way more ambitious project. But I th- the line, the High Line, is kind of real. The High Line is complete, whereas <laughs> the line, who knows what that timeline's like, right? Yeah, the timeline. <laughs> oh no! How many puns will we get
0: into with the line project here? It is funny that at the High Line um there's all these very well curated plants and there's mm. they're all native plants to the area so the security guards are up there just guarding, guarding the bushes the plants.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey you <laughs> like, yeah no it's pretty strict up there and then there's also like a bunch of expensive like modern art and like sculptures and stuff and like they that And it closes early. Yeah, I think they don't want like, you know, kids hanging out there. Yeah, you ruined it for everyone else. Sorry, yeah. (laughs) I remember when it opened, we used to smoke there all the time and then they started cracking down and you couldn't like smoke weed there anymore.
0: Yeah, the train tracks were where I... Smoked weed in my early days. The actual my train early, tracks. In my early career of smoking Where weed. Where was this? In, in New Jersey?
1: <laughs> in New Jersey. In the train tracks? In, Which, in, was it like an abandoned railway? No. the train would it, come? It was very oh. real. The train would come and we'd have to get off the tracks. That's kind of stressful. I feel like an abandoned railway is like very picturesque and melancholic. and like I do nice love to smoke.
0: abandoned railway. I once was in a play that, Took place on an abandoned railway. Hell yeah! That Literally, was, or yeah. It was set. Uh, oh. I mean, the the, stage. the play was. Um, it was called the Golden Arrow. It was adapted from a novella. My friend, Nadia old who's now a filmmaker, did it. And what was that? Did you just name drop? No plug one?
1: for Nadia. <laughs> did you just name drop someone that no one knows? She recently put out a documentary about- Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're putting on a podcast right now. This is no hate to Nadia. So you were doing the play? Yeah,
0: it was on abandoned train, an abandoned train station, but the play took place on a train. And it was just, it was kind of an absurdist play. Like this guy was going in between compartments and each compartment oh, had a different crazy person. Hell yeah. And I was like, kind of like an existential- person. You were one of the crazy people. I was one of the crazy people was like, you have to live right now. And (laughs) just like typing on my typewriter. It was fun. I love trains. I love trains. And we really are kind of deprived
1: of it in the US, I think. The automotive industry, has a lot of political power, so. But anyway, back to the line. The line Line. is basically this mega city in Saudi Arabia that they're building right now, actually. Construction began late last year in 2022. There's actually going to be some high-speed rail um, on the line. More on that later. Um, This thing is insane. If you guys are at home and you're near some sort of device where you can look stuff up, Look up the line. It's Don't basically look up the construction that just started <laughs> because that's just a hole. <laughs> yeah, right. You need to look up the mock-ups that they made, um, telling you what it will look like. But yeah. it's insanity. I mean, like this whole story kind of feels like a doomsday mo- movie or maybe even an episode of Black Mirror. But picture a giant mirrored skyscraper, but instead of it being tall like this. Well, it is tall like this, but instead of it just being tall and skinny, it's tall and long and it Mm. runs 170 kilometers wide.
0: That was their original plan with 9-11, right? They just wanted to (laughs) knock down one of the
2: towers.
0: (laughs) 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 It is the the Saudis who are planning it, right? Did you mention that? It's yeah, the, it's the Saudis who. Were. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's taller than the Empire State Building. It's 106 miles long, aka 170 kilometers, and the width is short enough that you can walk across it within five minutes. So it's literally a giant long line with a mirror on each side of it, so that if you're standing outside of the line, in theory, you don't really see it. You just see the sand dunes that are surrounding it. That's it's, good for the wildlife. <laughs> yeah, well, probably the birds are gonna fly into those mirrors first of all. I, I mean, I'm sure they've thought of this. I wonder. What their solution for that is. Because that's a big thing, even in New York City. The birds fly into mirrored buildings. Yeah. And they die all the time.
0: Uh yeah, I've read about it. It's apparently the line is going to be higher and lower at some parts to take into account some of the migratory patterns of the birds in the area. Thank God. Of course. But yeah, of course, the birds won't be birds won't be fooled by a mirror. I, I feel like you're walking down. I mean, this are is we new- stupid? Are there birds in the desert? Yes, there are okay. a lot of birds there. Great, they're going, especially you know, some time of the year. There, it's like mm. the Florida for birds in Asia, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Saudi Arabia
1: is the Florida for, for Asian birds. Well, yeah, <laughs> they they have a lot of birds there. I love that. So the line is part of. I this- love that for them. <laughs> Everyone is- needs a vacation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, they really do be flapping year-round. Men will dig a giant hole instead of going to therapy. They, will, they Men used to time. go to war, and now they just build holes in the desert and say they're creating the future <laughs> of smart cities. Yeah. <laughs> and by men, I mean Mohammed bin Salman. Anyway, so the line is going to stretch inland, um, starting at the Red Sea. And it's really, like I said, being marketed as this new revolutionary green type of city. It's it's being sold under the guise of sustainability, right? And mm-hmm. you know, being one with nature. And I mean, of course, do you see how many dead birds <laughs> are on the outside of this wall? It's good. <laughs> it's no, in- it's good. <laughs> It's good because then, then we're creating a food source without having to go hunting. We eat the birds. They basically come to us for free.
0: Yeah. It's the circle of life. I've always wanted to try splashed pigot pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Saudi Arabia what what it sounds like is Saudi Arabia's trying to rebrand. Yeah, They're totally. Trying- this is definitely
1: part of their like bigger goal of shifting the economy away from crude oil and then also shifting their image on the global stage away from being this like horrible or oppressive regime which they are right but on the sustainability idea like basically the reason they're calling it super revolutionary is cuz there's no cars or roads it's all about the high speed rail that can take you from end to end the climate's going to be controlled so that you can have a quote unquote comfortable climate year round so it's very mm. tech heavy right this project
0: mbs's epiphany was He uh, looked at a Google Earth image of Saudi Arabia and saw all this empty space, and he was like, you know what? Let's do it. Smart city that shit. He said,
1: put a line Mm -hmm. there. Put a line. I'm drawing (laughs) a line in the sand. I'm literally drawing a line in the sand, and they took that a little too far. I mean, this is what happens when you're an autocrat with no one to really check you, right? Like all your stupid ideas just- turn into realities because everyone's afraid to say no to you. A line
0: in the sand. (laughs) He's like, a line in
1: the sand. He's like, but I don't want to see the line. They're like, okay, mirrored line in the sand, mirrored line in the sand. They
0: do really need to diversify their economy. Cause yeah. it's like just oil, oil, oil. They're also running out of it and they've been stealing it from Yemen, from Iran. And they're right. like, we can't just be stealing Yemeni oil forever. Yeah, this <laughs> is not sustainable. The, <laughs> slapping the Saudi label on it. That's we funny. Need something else. And so this is like the idea to to attract tourism mostly.
2: To
1: attract tourism, MBS also wants it to be a place for industry leaders global leaders to come and meet right he sees it because Mm. of the the because of where saudi arabia is positioned he's like oh this is going to be the bridge between the east and the west you want to have like a power lunch come and do it in neon right yeah this whole thing so it's him trying to rebrand the country as like this new futuristic city um in addition to shifting the economy away from crude oil right and
0: supposedly I heard that Netanyahu met with MBS in Neom. In
1: Neom, and so did Mike Pompeo back when he was still
0: relevant. It was a three-person meeting. They were like, Netanyahu, don't worry, I'm going to be here, bro. (laughs) This event is totally catered.
1: It was was great PR for Neom. You got got the three biggest power lunchers in the game, and they realized that they had something in common.
0: Uh, displacing people. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, true. They're oh like, my don't my worry, mom. we do
1: it too. Netanyahu's like, yeah, well, like it's kind of my thing. And my Pompeo's <laughs> yeah, yeah. like,
0: ah, hold my mimosa. <laughs> uh, yeah, hold my mint tea. <laughs> I'm assuming they're like having a Bedouin lunch. I don't know. Oh
1: right, there's no alcohol probably allowed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold my mimosa.
0: MBS <laughs> <laughs> famous last words. Yeah, he's canceled for brunching. <laughs> that's what ultimately
1: gets him canceled not killing a journalist canceled for like having like too much orange juice or too little orange juice in the mosa so i don't know if you've been following that TikTok. i have not (laughs) been following this controversy you're so dude you're so (laughs) unplugged i really admire you for just keeping your
0: head out of it what is the correct ratio um or i don't know what is the agreed upon
1: ratio that's a great question should i look it up no do we care that much? No, we I'm don't. I'm thinking it's not. We don't. I feel like we should I couldn't make it I <laughs> less. Oh, it's 50-50. Oh, right. That's yeah, it. Yeah. 50-50. Yeah, I mean, it might be. I know it when I see it. When the mm. glass comes to me and I'm like, that's the right shade of translucent orange. Anyway, did you know the M in Neom actually stands for MBS? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, it, it does. does. <laughs> no, I swear it does. You <laughs> it's think I'm kidding. Future. Look My at this. My
0: name is Neom. My, you know like the beginning There's of the a whole Matrix.
1: section on their website dedicated to explaining how they named this thing and first of all the website is like so wixy it's so like the the my website should, is Wix. Should, I mean, my website's Wix too. But we're like twenty, thirty-something year olds in Bushwick. Okay, we're not the kingdom yeah. of Saudi Arabia. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's what you get when you get a young blood as king. Like well, this is why we have eighty-year-olds right. leading our country because they don't have crackpot ideas. And like, can you imagine Biden being like? I w- I want to build some islands off the coast of Florida that where you could go skiing. Like, I mean, a, a maybe Prince not in Dubai. Biden,
1: but I could see like Come Elon on. Musk or like Bill Gates. Oh, yeah, or you yeah. know, I could totally see that happening. Where they're like the first smart
0: city, the real rulers in America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's definitely proposals being had, and Zuckerberg as Willow Village. A lot of these, right. like, yeah, they're they, tech I mean, companies. That's the problem become... with these fucking billionaires. They all want to remake the world in their image. And MBS is like, but I got the best
1: ideas. He's like, he's um, like we're... line in the sand. Get out. Of me. <laughs> So not only does the M in Neom come from Mohammed bin Salman who is chair of the board at Neom but this is his vision right this started as his baby his outlandish fantasy which he first announced in 2017 he's really framing this project as part of Saudi Arabia's drive to pivot from an oil-based economy to this new modern thriving futuristic hub, Um, a portion
0: of it stolen oil.
1: (laughs) Right. Because they can't keep up
0: with the demand.
1: Well, they're saying that that the line's going to be 100% renewable energy, so the idea is no oil at all involved.
0: So they know they're going to run out. But will construction be all powered by renewables, probably not. No, it'll be powered by the Bedouins that they've removed. <laughs> that they literally displaced,
1: yeah. Um, it's kind of a sad story, honestly, because when you look at the marketing surrounding the Lime and the whole Giga City of Neon, they do make it sound like it was just barren land in the desert that no one was living on, but they actually displaced a ton of tribespeople. Um, and one guy was actually shot to death in a shootout when he refused to move. The government came and they were like, okay, you gotta go, and he refused, and then there there was like an hours long shootout and mm. he was killed. This was also like right after, um, can you help me with this name? Khashoggi. Khashoggi? Kashi- yeah, but that's not the real way to do it. What's the real way? Kashogi? No, what's the real? Kashi- Come on. I don't know the real one. Kasho Kashi- That's good. <laughs> When it sounds like you're choking on some crude oil, you know you've done it correctly. I am half Arab. I thought I was. I thought I was going to rely on you for the pronunciation of his I name. I think it, no, it's Khashoggi. It, that's we, the that's the Washington Post way of pronouncing it. But I want the and they were really good friends with him, so <laughs> yeah. I think we should go by their anyway. Pronunciation. So um, the government was kind of worried, I guess, about the press surrounding it, so they wanna try to like pay off the surrounding people, um. And some of them in were the like, village. no, fuck you. I will right. live here. But some of them took the money and then spoke out against the guy that they shot. So, yeah. I mean, you know, not everyone's going to be your, your ride or die. He yeah. might have <laughs> pissed off his neighbors in a totally unrelated matter. And then when he ended up getting shot, the neighbor was like, I'm not going to not take the money for that guy. <laughs> yeah. Carl, who never put his trash bins away. Or they see what will
0: happen to them if they don't take the bribe. Right. I mean, of course, um, that's the power of
1: shooting people. Is yeah, yeah. Now everyone else is afraid you to get shot. send a message. Yeah. So anyway, even though MBS and the Saudis have been trying to promote this as um, a new bridge from the east to the west and Saudi Arabia is changing, it seems to be more of a western project than it really is a Saudi project. It's mm. not so much a bridge from east to west as it is the west kind of coming in and like Get creating a new vision. Yeah, getting the contracts, number one, but also like a lot of the leadership comes from the west, right? So the COO until February of 2022 is a guy named Simon Ainsley. He came from Microsoft. He did four years as the vice president for consumer channels of Western Europe and three years as the COO of Central and Eastern Europe. The CV. Right. This is the guy that wants to now reinvent conservationism with Mm Neom and the line. With the Saudis. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. then we have like tourism director, which obviously a big part of this project is going to be tourism. Bridget Woods, both she and the head of nature at Neon, Paul Marshall, are from Australia, right? These are the people that want to quote reinvent nature. And again, these are literally quotes from them. I'm not just saying they all want to reinvent things. They're saying they want to reinvent all Plus this stuff. The old nature. I'm I feel thinking like. nature might be the one thing we don't need to reinvent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't need to do that. They also have an executive director of water, Gavin Van Tonder. He's from France. The executive director of urban planning, Giovanna Carnavali, is from Italy. So Australia, Italy, London, France. These are not Saudis. And we also have the head of technology, um, this guy from AT&T and Cisco named Joseph Bradley. He's the head of tech and digital at Neom. And of course, he's from the United States, right? So even though this is MBS's baby, this is very much a Western project, right? Mm -hmm. So... There might be a thing where these guys are
0: getting paid to design it, but they're like,
1: this ain't
0: actually. This ain't actually gonna happen. You think
1: they don't think it's really gonna happen? I think in the beginning, some of the consultants that worked on like envisioning the project with MBS were, yeah, they were just in it for the check. Like the people from McKinsey, they were probably just like, sure, we can make, we could give it a high-speed rail that gets you, you know, from end to end in twenty minutes. Like, I get that, but I think now that the project's actually ahead, now that they're digging, I, now they're that they're like, digging oh, a hole. They're like, we did not plan on this. Yes, oh, all, all, all the all the um, international investors are like, oh my god, I didn't know he could dig a hole. <laughs> yeah, now I'm in, dude. I think it's gonna happen. This stuff, this stuff is backed by big money, and I don't think it's a good idea or a smart idea, but I do think it's happening. You I'm calling this idea I'm dumb? A, <laughs> it's
0: a smart city. <laughs> I'm so We're dumb. a smart city. We're on the
1: line. <laughs> actually it's funny they're trying to use the phrase cognitive city right i think the word smart city is like almost commonplace Uh, now so they're trying to say it's not just a smart city it's a common city and the idea behind it the cognitive city oh yeah what did i just say
0: common city (laughs) that doesn't sound impressive at all a common city that (laughs) sounds like a lot of public space
1: Um, we'll do an episode on Common pass another day but so the guy Joseph Bradley the guy who's like trying to make cognitive city a thing like every time he's asked about it he he corrects the interviewer and he says well not just smart but cognitive his whole thing basically this is the guy that's from AT&T and Cisco the American um, his whole thing is that like we need to move past just like real time data collection which is basically the foundation of a smart city right data being taken Mm -hmm. from every aspect of your life we need to move past that and actually towards predictive modeling right so not just gathering the data of what people are doing, but predicting what they will do, right?
3: As CEO of Neom Tech and Digital, we made a commitment. And that commitment was to continue to further the vision of building the world's first cognitive city here in Saudi Arabia. To that end, in 2022 alone, we will invest $1 billion in the development of AI-enabled products and services to further that vision. What is the difference between a smart city and a cognitive one? The question always centers around technology. And we like to point out that in smart cities, they leverage only 5% of the data they produce, while in a cognitive city, we leverage 95% of that data. But the true difference lies in our ability for a cognitive city to be human-centric. that means if you want to capture all that data, what must you have? You must have trust. For you see, if our enterprises, if our customers, if our citizens don't trust us, we can't capture the data. And without data, there is no value.
0: So Neom includes a couple of cities mm. and it's a couple of
1: projects. There's also an airport and there's a school. Uh, and right Neom is being called the giga city, right? And then the line is like the mega city <laughs> is part of it, yeah. right? It's one of four, correct? Or is it's, it five? Uh it's one of four.
0: So Oxagon is just a floating city Boo. out is like it's literally copying Dubai, they're right. like, you have fake islands, we can make, we got sand, we're going to make a fake island too, watch us, bro. Watch us. And Then Trojina, which apparently will be hosting the, the Asian Olympics Dude, in Dude, I'm so team the line
1: right now. <laughs> yeah. These names are so lame compared to the line, Trojina, Oxagon,
0: next, and supposedly it's going to have ski slopes. Not just indoor snow.
2: Okay, now I'm interested again. We're
0: gonna have outdoor snow in the desert. Sindala is a seaside place where basically mega yachts can dock. I'm I'm assuming that Sindala is the one that kind of exists now. Mm. And that's where Netanyahu had his brunch. Mm, Okay.
1: Another really important part of this Neon project is health, right? They wanna really digitize and make health this like AI-driven thing, like a lot of members of the ruling class have been trying to do for a few years now, right? This isn't a totally new thing, but this is totally part of that project, right? So a traffic light is gonna like take
0: your pulse and your temperature. Oh, what?
1: <laughs> I'm I'm like assuming. What What are they gonna do with? Wait, health? what's a what? What word just came out of your traffic mind? light? Would... Oh, traffic light. <laughs> what did you That's think funny. I said? I thought you said something that I didn't know, and I just I think oh, like, so. Like, oh, a traffic, traffic light. Th- so the head of health at Neom is this lady named Malia Hashmi um, and her whole thing, like I said, is to have this health system driven by AI and data science, right? Um, now, she's the one person in the leadership of Neom that actually was born in Saudi Arabia. Remember oh, how I was damn. talking about it was all these Western people? She was the one person who actually was born in Saudi Arabia, but- she moved to the U.S. at a very young age, lived mm-hmm. here for 20 years, and she has her doctorate and master's degrees from Harvard and MIT. She's also uh, a leading expert and council member for the Global Future Council on Health and Healthcare at the World Economic Forum, um, which is you know, basically a who's who of the ruling class. And she's also a leading expert and council member for the Global Future Council there as well. So between that her education from Harvard and MIT, the fact that she had most of her formative years in the US, and the fact that she's a regular contributor to Forbes. I'm thinking Um, we're not calling her like a really Saudi woman. She's actually an American woman. (laughs) She's a Forbes lady. I'm gonna be really curious slash dreading to see um, what they end up doing with the health system in this type of cognitive city, right? Like I'm sure surveillance is gonna play a huge role, right? Biometrics are gonna play a huge role. I'm sure Mm -hmm. genomics are gonna play a huge role. And this whole system being driven by data science basically means that everyone's data is gonna be uh, subject to collection and analysis.
2: I'm Dr. Malika Hashmi. It's an honor to be here. What's different about NEOM is that we've changed the design thinking of how we think about a health care system. We call it the health caring system that's more proactive. So you have emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, social well-being components where you're developing a city that's healthy by design but not just by design, architectural design. I talk about design as the journey of care is different because the journey of care starts from your homes, from the IoT of things, smart devices that connect you to health centers. So I will give you sort of a general overview of how it would be like as a Neomian if I wake up in the morning, Naturally, my home will be a smart home with a lot of different devices that will be sort of monitoring and nudging me to be doing healthy habits. The food that will be there will be vertical farming, organic food, but it's also it will be specific to my genotypic and phenotypic data. So as a Neomian or any visitor, as you come into Neom, at the point of entry, you'll have the option to get genome sequencing done. Once that's done, and it's often option, of course, is that we have the option to have personalized food programs catered to us. With that in mind, we have a house setting where we have uh, programs that are available to guide us on what we should be eating in the morning and how much should we be eating. So we have smart fridges and smart mirrors that can check you know, my typical vitals during the day if there is some discoloration in the eyes or something. Then I have Dr. Neon, that's a virtual AI enabled doctor from the comfort of my pocket. It's, uh, you, it's available on phone, on your laptop, anywhere, but it, it's the first point of entry of care that connects me to the health center. Now, if there is a need to go to the health center, then it's not the immediate contact is again, not just the doctor. We have a team that we've specified that will consist of these health centers. It will be a psychologist, a nutritionist, life coach, and a general practitioner, and preferably a registered nurse. So what we're doing in multiple ways is uh, lessening the burden on the health caring system that we're developing. So
1: that's super fun. Um,
2: but
0: yeah, will it be like universal health care there? if I mm, are- doubt it. So you I still have it. to enroll to get the traffic lights data to on te- your yeah.
1: temperature. Well,
0: BMI. I don't picture,
1: um, first of all, they say 9 million people are going to live on just the line, right? So they're not all going to be the 1%, right? So there's going to be some class issues within this mm -hmm. smart city, I'm sure. Excuse me, the cognitive city. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how that plays out. What's their plan for the way that people have jobs? Like, is it going to be the traditional employer-employee relationship? Probably not. I think- you're really optimistic
0: about this thing really happening
1: for me, oh, you I, think it's like a total fantasy
0: project? I think a fraction of these things are gonna exist like I think when you look at Dubai, which has a kind of a similar you know they they want to build resorts, maybe they're not greenwashing it as much. they do they are like, oh yeah, we're letting the mm. the the coral revive in the areas where we built these. Islands basically they dredged up sand and made a bunch of islands. Some that are in the shape of countries. But it's not as ambitious of a project. To I think build islands. Yes, it no, is. they totally. need infrastructure there. But what but I'm it, saying I is, guess it, it happened. They already built these islands. Yeah, and now they're sitting there, and only one or two are inhabited, mm. like a fraction of them are being used oh, right now. I so hope already. the line fails and I
1: hope, <laughs> I hope they fully build it and then no one goes so all the investors lose money. So okay. I hope it is successful, but then it becomes a giant failure. So here at Cargo Cults, we are manifesting. <laughs> My 2023 uh, goals are to... Double my revenue, uh, set boundaries with my friends, and for the line to fail. Uh,
0: what What about the set boundaries with the friends?
1: Well, I'll tell you off, Mike. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So my 2023 resolutions slash goals are Pilates twice a day, double my revenue for the year, um, drink more water, take my ashwagandha and lion's mane every day, and for the line to fail. How about have the podcast succeed? Oh, the podcast. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Let's take that again. Yeah, so my 2023 goals are to start a podcast with my bestie Naomi and for the line to fail. <laughs> Excellent. Um another big part of this is the media That's going to happen at NEOM. Like the culture, right? Because it's basically going to be its own civilization. So they have this whole department dedicated to like what entertainment's going to look like. They're also hoping to, oh my God. Now that I'm talking about it more, I sound more and more like MBS. You're so right. None of this is going to happen. I'm like, they're going to have all these digital studios. I sound crazy. None of this is going to happen. When you describe it, you sound insane. I spent too much time researching the line that I've kind of fallen for the marketing. I'm like, so basically what they're going to do is, you're like, they're not going to do any of that. I'm like, they might finish the whole. (laughs) To me, the optimistic version of events is if it fails, which is like, So I think it's gonna happen, but that's me being pessimist. You think they're I think this project's gonna come. No, I that's my hope. I think they're gonna build it and it's gonna be a real thing and it's gonna be the model for how cities are globally. forevermore.
0: Yeah, because who hasn't thought about building a city on a straight line? I mean, you know, it's who, every urban nobody extreme. wants to wander streets. They want to go left and right. And then Dude, since it.
1: when does what people want have anything to do with exactly. what happens? I mean, this is it's a ruling class project. They're not we're not voting. Mm. There, no, I'm serious. There was... I don't think it matters if if this is a good idea. I think what matters is that the people who are behind it have a ton of money and they will make it happen even if it's a bad idea. Bad ideas get made all the time. It's yeah. MBS. He's got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we literally are starting a podcast in 2023. Podcasting is over. There's absolutely no reason for us to be doing this. <laughs> this is like us starting a radio show <laughs> 10 years ago.
2: We are like a radio
1: show. <laughs> this is like us deciding to be on TV. I mean, which is something we both did. Yeah. But how stupid was that? I mean, we should have started a podcast then. We're yeah. just 10 years behind everything. We were on TV when TV was dying and podcasts were booming. And now podcasts are dying and we're starting a podcast. We're
0: starting. Yeah. I exactly.
1: love being last.
0: I I love being cl- – I want to cling – To the the last dredges of successful media. Yes. (laughs) Like like a floorboard on the Titanic. Like (laughs) that's what I that's how I see my career. As that's the most optimistic (laughs) vision of my career. What's interesting about the line, it's like, or Neom in particular, it's like he did want to go above and beyond. What Dubai is doing, and put also his own style on it. Supposedly, Mm -hmm. it would every everything at the line is supposed to be like cyberpunk, right? But yeah, one proposal that was rejected as part of NEOM was having a luxury resort where the beach is made of ground marble. (laughs) Can you imagine? Literally, why the actual beach is right there?
1: (laughs) Just, just leave, just leave. (laughs) Oh my god! Wait, so ground marble is—is the idea that it's ground so thin that it's just basically another form of sand, but it's black. It's like whiter and more sparkly. Very but that was that was no not no no. This is interesting because I I've always thought that sand was too yellow. <laughs>
0: yeah. So this is good. I want I want it to be whiter and brighter and hotter and hotter and more uh, yeah. expensive. More expensive. You know, you want to be. I want to be able to grill a kebab. You know what I mean. I'm done with that thought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Niami
1: Caravani. My name is Yeah, you should try to snag that handle. On that's Rumble. the beginning of the matrix. On truth social. <laughs> what are some of the other fake ones? Odyssey. Odyssey. What about the like fake Twitter? Mastodon. Mastodon, that's the fake Twitter. Mine's, mine's the fake Facebook. But you know, my name is Neo. That's the
0: beginning, beginning of the matrix. Oh, but to me this whole project is like a fuck you to Dubai, yeah. Because they're like, oh, you have little islands that you made up and are uninhabitable, and it's a failed project, and they're eroding faster than you can build. Yeah. <laughs> well, we what can we can do that, and Dubai in the plans. For the islands, they're all kind of resorts. It looks like almost a map of the world, the islands that have been constructed off the coast of oh, Dubai. interesting. And they're trying to make like, they're trying to make a Switzerland.
1: Actually, they're trying to recreate yeah, many tra- forms of existing countries. Exactly.
0: And That's they're like, insane. we're going to have outdoor ski slopes, not just indoor one in Dubai. There was a conspiracy. Oh, let's go. that. Got a little footing on TikTok that said the islands off of Dubai that are kind of like in the shape of a world map Mm -hmm. are apocalyptic safe zones for the ultra-wealthy. Oh, So when the world ends, we're all... Gonna go water. to our version they're of gonna, the island. <laughs> they're gonna go to those islands. This group of islands is supposedly where the ultra wealthy will stay
1: when all goes to
0: shit. Even though they have very little infrastructure right now. What? So plants. what
1: supporting evidence exists for this theory? Is it just the fact that the islands exist, or is there some sort of smoking gun we can uh, investigate?
0: I think it's just that they're ultra luxurious. Should we watch the TikTok and see if we believe it? Hell yeah. I saw this on TikTok and didn't
2: believe
0: it. I hate
1: this sound. It's one of the worst sounds on TikTok. Okay, go ahead.
0: They're just zooming in on the map. They're like, oh. What are they? I
1: found. It's like, yeah, you looked at a map.
0: The here's the World Islands. So what are they planning? They have each state of the United States as an, an individual island, but it She's
1: like, "What are they planning?" And it's like, "Oh no, they're planning for people to like have their honeymoons there." Yeah, when you, they're planning to make money. I love a good conspiracy, but that was really disappointing. So are we out? Like, are we going? Um, I would go see it. If somebody
0: else paid for it, I'd definitely go. Well, obviously. I want to walk. I want to wander the street of the line. Mm, somebody and, sponsor us. And I just want to hear the torpedo flesh sacks of birds
1: hit the mirror and... Like, they splatter and then they squeak down. One of them doesn't quite die all the way, so it's, like, shaking and (laughs) suffering (laughs) as it, like, slowly slides. (gasps) Anyway. See
0: you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.